is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. Get your lineup set. It's time for Start or Sit. Let's go. Now, here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. All right, you ready for some Start or Sit for... Well, only six AFC home games, so we had to throw in a couple of NFC home games as well uh, to balance out the shows. Welcome, everybody. It is Thursday, September 13th. How you guys feeling about the Patriots-Jaguars game right now? Uh, I'd be a little bit nervous about the Patriots not named Rob Gronkowski. Heath, what about you? It should be a really fun game, but uh, I pretty much agree with what Jamie said. I the running back situation will be really, really interesting. Like if Rex Burkhead's out and Sony Michelle's out, then you're going to start James White. Love James White this week. And imagine if you get a scenario of Kenyon Barner as the lead running back. I to- almost dropped. This is actually what I wanted to start the show with. Like guys that we drafted, we were excited about and that we have to drop after one week. And I almost dropped one of them for. Kenyon Barner. We'll get to that in just one second. But all season long, CBS Sports is delivering the best fantasy football advice directly through the Google Assistant. Really cool app, by the way. You'll be able to compare players and get insights into who to start, who to sit, who to add, who to drop. And later today, we're going to turn to Jamie, Dave, and Heath to find out how this works. And that's coming up later on the show. And yeah, Dave is going to be joining us shortly. Dave has a radio hit that he does on Thursday morning, so he'll be with us after that. Um, Yeah, so I'm I actually saw you, Jamie, you dropped the, one of the guys I'm about to talk about in our 14-team podcast league. It's just so funny how we get excited about late-round picks. Oh, I got this guy on my team. I'm talking about Calvin Ridley. I'm talking about Michael Gallup. Really, any rookie wide receiver. Um, nobody drafted Dante Pettis, ironically. But I almost dropped one of those guys, and I still might for Kenyon Barner. If I thought Barner had – if he had a better matchup, I probably would. But isn't it funny just how quickly we – I'm not even criticizing it. I'm not even saying we're wrong. But how quickly fantasy owners give up on late-round picks? Yeah, I mean, I I was never, like, extremely excited about Calvin Ridley. So it wasn't a hard decision for me. Um, uh, but I, I, I'm he's looking at me like, why why are you pointing at me? Because I just, in our 2016 league, I, I said, let me check if Kenyon Barner is available. And he was. So I just picked him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think you just have to, you know, make certain judgment calls. Like, I had to drop in a 10-team league, Bilal Powell, and I wasn't happy about that. But I'm the Leonard Fournette owner, and I needed TJ Eldon, who was available. And that was the last guy I could cut. In 12-team leagues, you know, the decision is a little harder, but it's not that difficult. In 14- and 16-team leagues, that's where you have to face some tough calls. You know, so, like, if you drafted, I don't want to say early, but, you know, ninth round, 10th round, guys like Michael Gallup, guys like DJ Moore, guys like, you know, I just want to make all the rookies, but... You know, players that you think have an opportunity to at some point help you. And then there's Brandon Marshall. And then there's Quincy Nunwa and Tyler Lockett and players of that ilk. You have to say goodbye to them because the potential of these other guys based on injuries and circumstances could be a lot better than what the other guys were coming into the season. Yeah, yeah it's just interesting how things change. And that is personally why I do support reaching a little bit for kickers and DSTs. Um, especially like Greg Zerline, who won me a league, I mean my wife a league. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Did you set her lineup for her? Uh, That's a yes. 
I don't think I set her lineup. I may have given, I don't, no, I don't think she had any. No, wait, wait, now, now let's clarify. You did not go to her device or computer or anything no. and physically set the lineup no, for her. No. But did you say, start this person no, I don't or think sit so. that person? I don't think, I think it was obvious. You don't think so. I don't think I did. No, you don't nah, know. I, I honestly don't remember. I don't think I did. I think it was totally legit. She beat Nando's wife, by the way, so. Oh. Because of wow. the Wow. So you beat Nando's wife who's, that's right. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, I know. Heath, that's why I support reaching for, for Greg Zerline. Well, that, that is certainly a take that someone could have. <laughs> I got two more buy low candidates I want to throw at you guys. I asked you about him on Sunday, but I, I don't quite remember what we said. So, um, Matt Breida, uh, just the thought that he might eventually just win, beat Alfred Morris and start getting more like 15 carries a week. Do you support that theory? Yes. Yeah, this this should be a good week for both of them. I don't think they'll, you know, uh, well, I shouldn't say that because Blah Powell didn't have a great game, but they have a good chance here against the Lions at home. So um, if you need a flex, I think both guys are in play to be flex options this week. And Corey Davis, you know, we didn't really talk about the impact of the Delaney Walker injury. We could probably look at Carolina as well and see who might gobble up targets there. But I just think Corey Davis had a bunch of targets in week one. And with Delaney Walker out, I mean, is this a big boost in Corey Davis's value? Oh, absolutely. Just the fact that he got those targets with Delaney Walker playing part of the game. Right. I Now, we don't know exactly what the starting quarterback situation is in Tennessee, but if a guy's getting double-digit targets, we just saw how we reacted to Quincy Anunwa, and Corey Davis actually has first-round talent. Right. Uh, Mariota is And then, going and then to of play course, he week. shows up on the injury report this week. Did everybody show up on the injury report? I have so many damn injuries to get to. Um, yes, but when you have a track record like he has, unfortunately, that's discouraging. Corey Davis? Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the, the report was uh, they're just managing him. I mean, get healthy. Would you give up Kenny Stills for, for Corey Davis? No. No. Maybe, okay. If Kenny Stills was my fourth or fifth wide receiver, then I might. Would you give up Randall Cobb for Corey Davis? Yes. Yeah, easy. Especially if we, I mean, you're, you're, if you're doing that as the Randall Cobb owner, you're banking on Aaron Rodgers also maybe missing time. Alright, I'm gonna, I am gonna make some offers. I think on Friday I'm gonna take some time, make some offers. I always talk about buy low, sell high, I never actually do anything about it. I also had sell high or no thanks guy. And uh got some some names, some options from the listeners of better names for the segment. Um sell high or let it wait, fly. Wait, wait, that, that was on your favorite show, right? Uh, yeah, the Wednesday show, the best yeah, one. That's right. I, I just wanted to before you know you hurt Dave's feelings when he comes in. <laughs> sell high or let it fly. <laughs> uh-huh. Sell high or let it ride. Sell high or keep the guy. Do we like any I of like those? yours. Sell high or no thanks guy? Still? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I appreciate that support. Uh, you want to compete against us? You missed your chance to be in the podcast leagues, unfortunately. But you can compete against us every single week on FanDuel. FanDuel.com slash FFT. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Uh, Heath, do you do the Thursday? Do you do, you do any uh, Thursday night football on FanDuel? I, I did one last week, just this, the show, the one game deal. Right. And oh, I cool. won. So that that's fun. Nice. I don't really I, I don't do a lot of Thursday through Sunday stuff. But okay. the one game Thursday night thing is fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's totally different. Like if you don't have any action 
uh, tonight with your with your fantasy seasonal players, then try FanDuel and, you know, play more fantasy football. You can just do a one-game thing. Uh, you go to FanDuel.com slash FFT. First of all, you can join that $5 contest to win up to 500 bucks. Uh, and you can get a $20 bonus when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. If you're a new user, go to FanDuel.com slash FFT and get a $20 deposit. But if you want to show FanDuel that you listen to our show and that you love FanDuel, what you need to do is join that contest for $5 as often as you want. You know, one week, two weeks, every week doesn't matter. It's only 5 bucks. FanDuel.com slash FFT and you're going to really enjoy it. Ben Roethlisberger is still our start of the week. He's got the elbow thing, but whatever. He is uh, number two for Jamie and Dave, or Jamie and Heath. He's number three for Dave. Which quarterback are you starting over Ben Roethlisberger this week? Breeze. 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 Oh, hey, Dave. Breeze and Dave, one more for you. One more what? One more guy you're starting over Roethlisberger. Uh, that's it. No, you got Rivers. Oh, sure. Philip Rivers then. And Rivers is three for Jamie and four for Heath. So, um, great options. Rivers on the road, Roethlisberger at home. Although I got some stats about that Rivers game. It's not easy going to Buffalo. It used, used to be the case anyway. All right, Jamie, what do you want to say about Roethlisberger as your start of the week? Uh, I mean, he's just awesome at home. In his last 19 home games, uh, he's hit 20 or more fantasy points 17 times. Ooh. He's averaging 27.9 fantasy points over those 19 games. Um, and the Chiefs are hashtag awful. <laughs> so I think you'll see Roethlisberger, as long as he's healthy, come out and have a huge, huge game. I mean, they just allowed Rivers to throw for over 400 yards and three touchdowns. If he doesn't, then I think you got to worry about him like over the balance of the season. Because I think you can chalk up what happened last week to bad weather and, you know, the Browns pass rush is a little bit better than we thought. But if, if he goes out and lays an egg at home against Kansas City, a team that he's routinely been good against, you got to worry. And some people have already worried. Uh, his ownership's still, I think, 98%. But I've found him available in three different leagues over the last two days. Wow. And Roethlisberger, you know, he got off what, to what a size league? bad start last year. Uh, two of them for sure were 12. Okay. One of them, I think, was 10. Uh, okay, so he last time he faced the Chiefs at home, he threw five touchdowns. That was two years ago. All right, we love Ben Roethlisberger. I guess the only thing is David DeCastro, starting guard, might not play, and Roethlisberger does have the elbow injury. So, Jamie, you weren't nervous about making him your start of the week, even with the right elbow injury? No, I mean, you know, by all accounts, it's a minor injury, and uh, I, I think a uh, banged-up Big Ben is a good Big Ben. Oh, he loves it. He loves the drama. Oh, yeah. Dave, what's up, especially man? After, especially after a loss. What's up, How you Dave? doing, Adam? I'm doing great. We missed you. You did? Missed, I missed you on Wednesday. You didn't get to regulate. You didn't get to yell mount up with us. He said it was his favorite show because you weren't there. That, he did. He, he's back to this routine again, saying that Wednesday show is his favorite show. It and, is. And but then, and then I yelled, understand. Then he yelled at Heath, and then um, I became his favorite <laughs> person of all time, and Sketcher Doodle. Yeah, I uh, saw the Sketcher Doodle. Sketcher Doodle sketched us uh, with him peeping me in the bathroom. Yeah, you should follow us on Twitter, just so, and you should follow Sketcher Doodle, but we retweeted, obviously. But uh, we are at Jamie Eisenberg, J-A-M-E-Y. At Dave Richard, singular Dave Richard, at Heath Cummings, senior, at Heath Cummings SR, and I am at Adam Azer, A-I-Z-E-R. Um, what should Tom Brady owners do this week? Dave Richard! Start him? Well, you say that, but the, but your, your partners in crime there might say otherwise. Okay. Let's have a Tom Brady discussion, that's what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> 
That, we're going in that direction. Okay. It's the matchup against Jacksonville, right? That's the main reason why we're afraid of the Jacksonville defense. Are you asking me or them? I'm asking whoever thinks Tom Brady is a bad start this week. He is a mediocre start this week. I would try to avoid him if you can. I think he'll be, oh, I don't think he'll crush your team. I, 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 he's not, you know, like I've got Rivers, Roethlisberger ahead of him. Um, but I, I, I don't see him having 30 points this week. I think he can get you 22, 23. Yeah. I think he, I think he could get to that 22, 23 range. I think that's closer to his ceiling than it is to his floor this week. I would rather start Case Keenum. I would rather start. Oh my God. I would rather start Terod Taylor. I mean, you're just Alex, playing Alex with Smith. fire. Alex Smith. Oh, is Alex easy. Smith for yeah, sure. Alex Smith is the easy one for me. I, I, I think it's close between Taylor and Keenum, um, in how Brady will perform. Uh, he hasn't been good in his last few times on the road. This Jaguars defense is going to test this offensive line more so than Houston did. And so, uh, they're also pissed off after what happens to them in the AFC Championship game. So, uh, with some of the injuries the Pacers are dealing with, it's going to be a little bit tougher for Brady to have a big game. So I, I would say I'd even take the under on the ceiling being 22 or 23 points. He had 290 yards and two touchdowns against Jacksonville at home in the conference championship back in January. 23 points, by the way. Six points. I would, passing. yeah. Better, so better that, down that's like game. the ceiling. No, he yeah, didn't. Roethlis, uh, uh, Gronkowski got hurt. Gronkowski left halfway yep. through. Well, okay, yep. but he played a half, though, did he not? He, he yeah, he barely half, did but anything. He didn't play four quarters. Danny Amendola scored both the touchdowns out of the slot. Still better talent than what that's, he has right now. That's, that's called foreshadowing. Uh, that's not better talent than what he had without, if we, well, it depends what you count Gronkowski. Well, would you consider Brandon Cooks better than any of the receivers they have now? Yeah, but I consider I Gronkowski better than Brandon Cooks. And he still played a half. He played a half. They didn't do anything in the first half. Everything was in the second half. Um, they realized that they had to throw. Deion Lewis was on the field last time I checked too? He, he was. Fine. Alright, look, and, and it was at home, and he didn't do anything until late in the game, pretty much. Uh, so Jamie's got him 12th, he has him 14th, Dave has Tom Brady 5th, hoping for, you know, 23 points or so, which is what he got last year. Alright, so you got some names that if you're not feeling Brady, you got some names, Alex Smith, Case Keenum, that you can consider over Tom Brady this week. And we will preview that game. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm actually trying to look up the spread. Has it moved? Do we know who's, who's favored there? I think Jacksonville. Because yeah, I mean, we gave that stat yesterday. Like when, when the Patriots are underdogs, they do not like that very much. I've got the Patriots as one point favorites. Oh well, Jacksonville's going to win now. Okay, uh, news and notes. So this is, this is an important segment. There are a lot of news and notes. Let's go through it all here. Aaron Rodgers did not practice. Do you expect him to play? Yes. yes. Are you starting him if he plays? Yes. Sort of yes. Like, I think I feel about Rodgers the way Heath and Jamie feel about Brady. Okay. Um, but so like Roethlisberger's definitely going to be a start over Rodgers no matter what. And Rivers. Yeah, and Brady. Uh, I would start, I think Rodgers and Rivers are right there together. I would start Ben and Breeze over Rodgers, but I don't know who has Rodgers and Ben or Rodgers and Breeze. Right. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger will play. Josh Allen's going to start for Buffalo. Marcus Mariota will play. Nick Foles will start this week. Are we starting any Eagle? Well, we're starting Ajayi. We're starting Ertz. But not Aguilar, right? No, absolutely. Oh, yeah, start Aguilar for sure. We are starting Frank Aguilar. Grimes is, is still dealing with a groin injury. That secondary for Tampa Bay is not very good. Jason Pierre-Paul's banged up too, so their pass rush isn't great either. I think Foles in, in two quarterback leagues and in daily is sneaky this mm-hmm. week. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, running back, Rex Burkhead is in the concussion protocol. Sony Michelle was limited in practice. Is Kenyon Barner 
going to be someone that we care about this week? And we're just skipping over James White. What about him? Well, we talked about it at the top of the show. Okay, so oh, James White's still good. He's not hurt. He's yeah. No, James White is is uh, super, super, super duper good, and going to get a bunch of targets and probably a few more carries if Rex doesn't play. I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not starting Kenyon Barner. Yeah, I'm totally desperate in one league. Cause like, cause I have Jamal Williams. Like I, I, if Rex Burkhead is out, would you rather start Jamal Williams or Kenyon Barner? Oh, Williams. Williams for sure. Unfortunately, it's Williams. I'd rather start Buck Allen tonight. But the, Barner are, is the stash your, guy right now. Those are your only options? Kenyon Barner and Jamal Williams? Uh, it depends on Marlon Mack. No, I mean, it's I have, really I have. carrying three quarterbacks. It's a, it, well, it's a two quarterback <laughs> league. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> okay, so you are. You actually, no, I'm not. It's a super flex league. I only have two freaking quarterbacks. <laughs> oh. Um. No, I, I mean, I have uh, Kareem Hunt, too, but I just need a number two running back. You could make a trade. I could, but my team is so bad. That is that is my worst team by far. Like, I knew it when I drafted that's your, it. That's your flex team? I got the worst grade when we drafted. Yep, like, I hate that team, and we scored, like, 55 points last week. Um. Anyway, Marlon Mack was limited. Oh, Leonard Fournette is expected to play, according to ESPN. We'll see, but Leonard Fournette is expected to play. Hope you didn't spend too much on TJ Yeldon. Marlon Mack was limited in practice. Do we but think don't, he don't drop Yeldon though? Because if this pops, that's a three to five week absence, and he's still not practicing. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, Marlon Mack. Do we expect him? Not yet. He's still limited in practice. It's a little frustrating. What about David Johnson? Any concerns there? Not yet. Yeah, he's got a back injury, back issue. We'll call it. Darren Sproles was limited with a hamstring injury. Kenneth Dixon is on IR with a knee injury. Uh, some big-time wide receivers mispracticed. DeAndre Hopkins was limited. Michael Thomas mispracticed. Devontae Adams mispracticed. Marquise Goodwin mispracticed. Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Marquise Goodwin. Do you think any of these guys miss week two? Goodwin certainly could. Yeah, I'm getting less confident in Goodwin. He's somebody we have ranked, and that, that may have to change in the next couple of days. And Adams says his shoulder's okay, but I wonder if Rodgers sits. Do they sit Adams also? Just do they, do they almost... Punt on this game. I don't think they'll punt on the game, but they'll punt on their. You cannot punt on your home game against the Vikings. Like this if, is a if huge Rogers game. One hundred percent, and they're, Adams is one hundred percent. They're playing for the wild card. It's anyway. a huge game here. Um, Ted Ginn did not practice, and he had he had a big game. He had five for sixty-eight and a touchdown. So that's two Saints receivers didn't practice. But well, he's he's been very good at home in his time with New Orleans. All right, they got the Browns at home. Uh, Sterling Shepard has a back issue. Doesn't seem serious. Deshaun Jackson has a shoulder injury and is in the concussion protocol, so he may not play, right, Deshaun Jackson? Correct. All right. More, more for Chris Godwin. Uh, borderline number two receiver. Yep. Let's go ahead and check that ownership percentage for Chris Godwin. Let's see where it's at. 60s by now. Want to make a guess? It, I'll it, say 47. I have, a, I have it right here. You know? No. I'll say 58. Dave? 36%. Yeah. 36% for Chris Godwin. Not high enough. Although it is the That's Eagles, right? Unbelievable. That's not so good. No, but you don't have to play him this week. You just add him. Yeah. Yeah. They got Pittsburgh. I mean, I would think with all the leagues I play and I have him in that 36%, 36% number is just me alone. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Jermaine Curse practice for the Jets, but uh, it's not going to take away, hopefully, from... Greatest wide receiver ever, worth 16% of your budget, Quincy and Nunwa. Vance McDonald practices. A lot of people gave 30%. Uh, since Ben Roethlisberger is probably going to throw five touchdown passes, will one of them go to Vance McDonald this week? Could. 
Could. He's an interesting streamer and DFS. Let's hope yeah. he can get through the next two days of practice healthy. <laughs> right. <Let's, laughs> uh, offensive line notes. Taylor Lewan did not practice. Old McDonald had an injury. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Lewan did not practice, and you need him against Houston. Pittsburgh guard David DeCastro may not play, as I mentioned, and Miami guard Josh Sitton has a shoulder injury. We're going to preview those games. And uh, I'm going to skip the uh, defensive notes. I'm going to go real quickly. We're going to do this for a few minutes, then we're going to get into the games. Uh, buy or sell from our listeners. Buy or sell from Lee. Philip Lindsay outscores Royce Freeman in PPR rest of season. Sell. 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 From Ken Young, Corey Davis outscores Derrick Henry in half PPR this year. I like that one. That's a fun one. Corey sell. Davis over Derrick Henry. Corey Davis in half PPR over Derrick Henry? Yeah. I'll, I'll buy it, but I don't love it. Was that, what was the guy's name? Who asked the question? Ken Young. Barner? <laughs> nice. Uh, from Brandon Champion. He says, buy or sell Brandon Marshall becomes a weekly starting option at wide receiver three slash flex. Buy. In PPR, I can buy it. What about when Baldwin's back? I was going to say sell, because I want Baldwin back. Well, also Brandon Marshall could get hurt. He can be, be a starter at wide receiver three slash flex with Doug Baldwin there. Yes, in a 16-team league, he absolutely can. <laughs> From Brandon Herbert, or H- Haber, Aber, Brandon Aber. Bobby Aber's brother? I guess. Uh, Rashad Penny is a top 20 running back at the end of the season. Buy or sell? You're wishing. So. In, in week 17, he will be a top 20 running back for that week. Yep. From Christian, Josh Gordon is a top 12 wide receiver rest Bye. of the season. So, top 12 I'll sell, top 24 I'll gladly buy. From Andrew Hall, Philip Lindsay outscores Rashad Penny and Ronald Jones combined by the end of the season. Buy. I think you have to buy it. I'd sell it. Uh, why sell, Heath? Because I, I, I'm with you there. I think Penny and Jones in the second half will be every single week outscoring Philip Lindsay combined. I want, I, I mean, you, <laughs> it might be Penny by himself. I hope so, but I mean, look, Penny, Penny has the opportunity to. Ronald Jones, I mean, yeah. How many times is he going to be inactive? That's, that's from uh, from Super Duper Flex, buy or sell Quincy and Nunwa will be a wide receiver two in PPR at the end of the season. Bye, bye. So you uh, you have Quincy and Nunwa as the top twenty four wide receiver the rest of season. Why do you think we dropped Carson Wentz for him? Top twenty four, really? Idiot moron. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's a little much. Uh, from Joe, buy or sell Kenny Stills is top 20 this year. Buy. Sell, but I, it's really close. It's really close. I'm with, I'm, I tend to agree with Heath. Yeah, I mean, you can't just say buy, Jamie. I, I feel like you wouldn't draft him as a top 20 wide receiver. I think I had him 27th. So You move him up seven spots now? That's a lot. Well, Amari Cooper fell behind him. There's one. Chris Hogan fell behind him. There's two. I don't know about Amari Cooper behind Kenny Stills. Really. Baldwin. <laughs> there's one. Doug Baldwin. There's three. <laughs> he didn't have to move up at all. All right. From Greg, Jameis Winston will have more fantasy points than Carson Wentz overall this season. Bye. So. Carson Wentz might be back next week. Yeah. Jameis Winston is going to be back in two weeks. We yeah. think. And better on a per-game basis. What if Ryan Fitzpatrick wins again this week? Now the Bucks are 2-0, and yeah. then they've got Pittsburgh. If Ryan Fitz- Fitzpatrick wins again this week, then Carson Wentz will be back next week. And Jamison Win- Jamison. Jamison Jamison Winston. Win- Winston. <laughs> Jamison Crowder Winston will uh, will have a tough time getting his job back, I think. Jamison Godwinston Crowder. When you evaluate Jamison Winston because you're so high on him, 
most Heath, Jamie. I don't know how Dave feels. Do you factor in the fact that he was the number one pick in the draft? Does that matter to you? No. Todd Gurley was the number one pick in my draft. No. I'm, it should matter. I mean, I think it's fair to matter. It matters in year one. It matters in year two if you're saying don't give up on this guy. You get to year three or four and like, he, he is what he is. So he you like him, mushroom. you like him better than Carson Wentz because he's never been better than Carson Wentz. He's never been as bad as Carson Wentz. Oh, you're talking about Carson Wentz's rookie season? That's right. Get That's what I think you're getting Get derailed. We've got games to preview. All right, we do. And we have games to watch. You know, I, I really, I felt like I learned a lot about the Titans and the Dolphins by rewatching the game, uh, yesterday on NFL Game Pass. It is a really cool thing and you can do it with the condensed version. You can watch a game in like 30, 40 minutes. Uh, it's, it's really, really convenient and it's a great tool for fantasy owners. So what you want to do is go to NFL.com slash fantasy football today. And sign up for NFL Game Pass. NFL.com slash fantasy football today. Get a seven day free trial. So you can just see how you like it. Seven day free trial. Watch every single game on replay. You can watch the coaches film. That's got the all 22 angle. That's what the pros and the coaches use. And like I said, that condensed game, you can watch a game in maybe up to 45 minutes. But obviously you don't have to watch the whole thing if you don't want. That is NFL Game Pass. It's game time anytime. Seven day free trial at NFL.com slash fantasy football today. New England is at Jacksonville. Your start, your stat of the game. Jacksonville was named for General Andrew Jackson, the first military governor of Florida, who incidentally never visited Jacksonville. I didn't know that. I didn't That's know your that. stat of the game? Don't you usually do, um, weird stat of the games for games that don't have like interesting stats? There's a I, ton of interesting stats for this. Well, give game. me an interesting stat because I really, I mean, an interesting thing to me is that the Jaguars' defense, like, great quarterbacks did pretty well against them. Great wide receivers did pretty well against them last year. Sometimes they did, like, amazing against them. So I I don't know that New England's not going to score, like, 24 or more points in this game. Isn't that what New England does pretty yeah. much every week? I mean, they won 24-20 last year in the AFC Championship game. I'm just saying, like, good great offenses beat great defenses in my opinion. So that's just my opinion. That's opinion of the game. But that you know, they are kind of banged up, so. Right, I'm not sure. Like Tom Brady is the goat and Rob Gronkowski is best tight end ever, but the rest of this offense is not very good right now. So Re- receiving yeah. core is pretty <laughs> the bad. receiving core is let, thin. The offensive me, line's um, questionable. Let me put Dave the on running the running backs are all hurt. Dave, what uh What's the interesting stat that I missed, if anything? Uh, it, it's the stuff I already told you about Tom Brady, how he almost had 300 yards. And most of it came in the second half against Jacksonville when these teams played eight months ago. Uh, Danny Amendola had both of the touchdowns. He caught both of them out of the slot, away from Jalen Ramsey, away from A.J. Boye. And, uh, and Gronk had one catch. It went for 21 yards. He only had three targets. He got hurt in the first half, like we said. And uh, James White had a touchdown on the ground in the game. So I, I think you can go back and reflect on on what we saw before, and it should make you feel confident that the Patriots will have a plan, and it won't necessarily be the exact same plan, but it, it'll be a good plan, which is what they typically do against the Jaguars. And uh, I think they're going to be just fine. All right, so we covered Tom Brady. Jamie, tell me about the Patriots running backs and what you're doing. 
Well, I mean, if Burkhead plays, I think he's a low-end starter flex option. You know, you, you can't overlook the 18 carries. Um, I hope he'll be a little bit more involved in the passing game, but right now it's just hard to trust him. So if you're looking at the guys in Thursday night's game, you have to start Alex Collins and Joe Mixon over Rex Burkhead to be safe. And I'd say the same thing about Fournette as well. Um, but I don't want to start Rex Burkhead if I don't have to. Um, I just don't know how explosive he is right now with that knee injury. I want to see a little bit more from this Patriots offensive line because they didn't get a lot of push running the ball against the Texans last week. And if they fall behind for whatever reason, then you're going to see a lot more James White than you probably would expect. And I think he, in particular, will operate as their slot receiver more so than any of the Patriots receivers will have success in the slot. I'm surprised that you guys don't have James White in your top 24 in PPR. He's just behind. He's just outside of it. Um. We're still ranking Burkhead. Okay, so if Burkhead's out, you'll move White up. Then I think James White will get that bump. Oh, yeah, he'd probably be top 20 for me. Yes. Would you start James White over Alex Collins? No. If Burkhead doesn't practice today in PPR, and I had another option to wait it out, then yes, I would. All right, um, any Patriots wide receivers? Hogan is a low-end start for me. No for me. Yeah, no, he's in the 40s for me. Okay. Scared. <laughs> Realistic. Starter sit Gronkowski in DFS. You um, want to know who the Patriots slot receiver was last week? Oh, it yeah, was yeah. White for a little bit, and it was Hogan. It was Hogan for most of the game. He had at least twice as many snaps in the slot than anybody else in the game. That's it makes total sense for them to try and utilize him there. He had seven touchdowns last season. Six of them came when he was lined up in the slot. He played about, a th- I want to say, a third of his snaps last season, came in the slot, and he was very productive down there. And he, they might have to sacrifice Philip Dorsett and Cordero Patterson to Jalen Ramsey and uh, A.J. Boye, or Jacksonville might assign Ramsey to Gronkowski. It's gonna, this is going to be a very interesting chess match, but I think one of the moves that the Patriots can have is to lean on Chris Hogan who's just very dangerous when he's close to the line of scrimmage, especially in the red zone. You saw it a lot last year. I think you're going to see it again this year, this week. He is, he's not top 12 or top 20, but he's still worth starting if you got him. That's a bold call. Yeah, uh, I, I just, interesting. I mean, after last week when he lined up in the slot, didn't get a lot of targets. It would be a bolder call if I had him in my top 12, I think. <laughs> that, like I was I so sure he that. would score. Like that's when I would be. All right. Yeah, uh, bold. That's bold. Rob Gronkowski is your number one tight end. Is he a good DFS play? No. I'm going to use him quite a bit in tournaments. I would yes. not spend that much on Gronk in cash games because you don't think a lot of people are going to use him in tournaments. So this will be a week where he's not going to be the most popular tight end in the game. Mm-hmm. FanDuel.com slash FFT. Blake I'm Bortles for confirmation, Heath. Am I did right not on make your yes. top 24. All right, what are we doing about the Jacksonville running backs? Start Yeldon over almost everyone if Fournette is out. If Fournette plays, I'm going to be really nervous. Yeah, I got this question on the radio this morning. Um, would you start Fournette if he plays or Adrian Peterson? And I'd start Peterson. I would too. Because you think Fournette won't get his typical allotment of carries? Right. Or could re-injure his hamstring. Uh, this is going to come down to Sunday morning. So again, if you have anybody in tonight's game, specifically Mixon and, and Collins, Mixon is the easy one, but Collins, I, I would start him over Fournette to be safe. So if Fournette is out, where do you anticipate ranking TJ Yeldon? Top 15. We have it ranked right now as if Fournette is out. Okay. And so I've got Yeldon 10th. 
Okay. Wow. I've got him 25th, and that's with Burkhead ranked. Yeah, I think Yeldon will have a great opportunity here, even if Fournette plays, because they probably will use him more in the passing game to save Fournette in that regard. So I, I think Yeldon's a good flex play if Fournette plays in deeper formats. Uh, but yeah, Fournette is out. He's going to look at 20 touches easily. Uh, they're not going to lean on Corey Grant to that level. So um, it, it's about the touches. And we saw last week, look, the, the Texans had 134 rushing yards and a touchdown from Lamar Miller and Alfred Blue. And this is a much better offensive line for Jacksonville than what Houston threw out there last week. Sure. And the Patriots did struggle against running backs last year. Um, what about the Jacksonville wide receivers? Are you starting any of them? Nope. No. Try not to. Would you start Keelan Cole over Chris Hogan? Not, Dave, I know, would not. Jamie Heath? No. Yes. All right. Uh, DSTs. Jacksonville is seventh for Jamie, eighth for Dave, seventh for Heath. And the Patriots are not far behind. Ninth for Jamie, tenth for Dave, eighth for Heath. So both DSTs are in play here. And the Patriots DST is 62% owned. Let's go to Houston at Tennessee. Uh, stat of the game number one. All right, I think I gave this one last week, but I'll update it. Now in their last 14 games, dating back to last season, the Titans have allowed more than 73 rushing yards to a running back only once, and it was to Todd Gurley. To sum it up, they appear to have a pretty good run defense. They did well against Kenyon Drake. Not so well against Frank Gore, but they did well against Drake. So are you nervous about Lamar Miller? I was nervous about Miller last week, and he did better than I thought he would do, and that's behind what I'm really now nervous about, and that's the Houston offensive line. I, I think he'll be about the same, maybe a little bit worse than what you got last week. Still a number two fantasy running back. Okay. Last week, Miller had 20 carries for 98 yards and one catch for 11. So can we just pencil him in for the eight points that we usually expect instead of the 10 that he got? I, I'm starting Lamar Miller, and like the way my process works, I – the stat you gave is a good stat of a game, much, much better stat of the game than your first one. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. In this series. Um, but I look at the Titans and they gave up 120 rushing yards last week at four point yards, one yards per carry. I don't really care if they held the starter under a certain number. Well, they the didn't backup. take Frank Gore seriously, Heath. I mean, I think that's Oh, obvious. so they just didn't try as hard with Gore. <laughs> so then Alfred Blue is a great flex. You probably, yeah. Well, yeah. Alfred Blue sniped a touchdown from Lamar Miller last week. That's not good. He did. That was weird. Uh, all right, so Lamar Miller or TJ Yeldon if Fournette is out? Yeldon. Miller. Okay. Uh, stat of the game number two. Dating back to last year, nine of the last 12 wide receivers with seven or more targets against Houston have scored double-digit fantasy points in non-PPR against Houston. So that would be Corey Davis. That would be a good stat for him. Um, Corey Davis or Lamar Miller, who's a better flex? Miller. I would I would take the chance on Davis and PPR. Miller. We like Corey Davis this week? He's all right. Number nine. three receiver, but make sure he's healthy. And make sure Mariota's healthy. And make sure Conklin is healthy. And make sure Luan is healthy. I don't think those are, guys are all going to be healthy. But I hope a couple of them are. I'm not playing Corey Davis if it's playing Gabbert. Right. But they, I, I feel I th- pretty confident Mariota's going to be healthy. Yeah, I like him as a borderline number two receiver this week. And I like him more in PPR than I do in none. Um, I mean, everything says that Mark Mariota is on on track to play this yes. week. So, yes, yeah, I don't want anybody playing Gabbert's uh, playing. Do you like Corey Davis or Will Fuller in this game? <laughs> is Will Fuller playing in this game? Davis. Assuming Fuller plays, uh, Davis. If they're both flex options for your team, I think there's more upside in Fuller than there is in Davis. Yeah, but there's probably more downside, right? 
I don't, of course. I don't agree because Davis, yeah, yeah. we should expect to have around 10 targets. Yeah, but what has he done with those targets? Like last week is right. just another example of him underachieving, which is frustrating. This is a better matchup for him than what he had last week. But if the quarterback isn't protected and the quarterback's not at 100%, I'm going to have a hard time trusting him even if he does get 10 targets. And I think Deshaun Watson really missed having Will Fuller or somebody with you know downfield speed. You know, I almost wonder watching he the game last week. Him, unless Fuller was standing in his line. No, of speed. no, no. He had time. He wasn't rushed every single. No, play. I'm saying because he was looking, looking at the line. He wasn't looking downfield. Yeah, he did a lot of his, his eyes were not downfield a lot last week. But he also took his time dropping back. Like the the pocket was collapsing around him, and he just he couldn't pull the trigger when he was looking downfield. I think he misses having that deep target. I think that's his. I think that's his checkdown. All you right, know, I got to speed this down. up. I think that that's his checkdown guy. So if Will Fuller plays, uh, I, I like the idea of him going off one or two big plays. How do we feel about Deshaun Watson? Uh, I'm still starting him if I have him. I want to have another quarterback on my team if I have him because now I'm starting to get worried about him surviving. He's going to have a top five week. I like him. I don't like him quite as much as it sounds like Jamie does. He's top ten for me, but I would start Alex Smith over him. Would you start Mahomes or Watson? I got that question a bunch. I've got Watson one spot ahead of Mahomes. Watson. I've got Mahomes one spot ahead of Watson. Okay, so Watson is a start. Tennessee running backs. Discuss. Deion Lewis has an amazing matchup. Big opportunity. The Titans are at least smarter about their play calling this year than they were last year. I don't think they're going to try and run into the teeth of that Texans run defense a lot. That's bad for Derrick Henry, and it's going to be good for Deion Lewis. So I like Lewis better. Uh, this, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's close with the offensive line being as banged up as it is. Lewis can overcome that. Henry cannot. Well, that's yeah, why Lewis I'm is a like, number two running back in both formats for me. Henry yes, is. is a flex. That's you're just hoping scores a touchdown. And this is why, like we said, buy low on Derrick Henry yesterday. But I'm really questioning that. Like, he, their offensive line sucks. If they're not good this year, they're going to be behind. Well, it doesn't lot. suck. I mean, you have Conklin coming back. From oh the gosh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got confused. Thinking with about these. the Texans. Yeah, right? I'm thinking about the Texans. Right. If I'm Derek Henry were on the Texans, it would be a real yeah, 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 no. Right. My if, bad, if, my bad. if Luan plays and Conklin plays, it, it's a much better situation for them. They, they need to be in games where the the game script is in Henry's favor. That's when he's going to have his best performances. Now, look, if that 62 yard touchdown run counts, which was a you know phantom penalty, it's a totally different conversation about Henry today. But it didn't. He only got 10 carries. That's not the type of scenario where he's going to have a lot of winning performances. All right. So rank the three, rank these three as flexes: Derek Henry, Deion Lewis, Corey Davis. Lewis, Davis, Henry. Yep. Okay. Uh, th- any tight ends in this game? No. I want to see John o. Smith do something. That would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a chance I'm starting John o. Smith in a couple weeks. Because you couldn't find anybody else? No, I think he is a talented tight end. I think that old habits die hard. They throw the ball a ton to their tight ends. So I expect he gets six or seven targets in this game. It's interesting because you look at Matt LaFleur's history, that's not necessarily the offense that he runs. Right. In Atlanta, they didn't feature the tight end. Granted, he wasn't the primary play caller, but he didn't feature tight end there, didn't feature with the Rams. The thought would be that he features it with Delaney. I wonder if they go away from that now. I agree with you. There's a lot of talent with Jonah Smith. Um, that's very bold of you to be starting him in his first performance, but uh, we'll see how he does. 
Houston DST, stardom. They're going to be great. All right, fantasy football fans, you may have a tough time deciding between the Jets running backs this week as we look at the Miami-New York game. We have a secret weapon for you. We have the Google Assistant. So you're going to ask us a lot of questions this year. You're going to email us. You're going to tweet us. And unfortunately, you know, we won't be able to respond to everyone. Make sure you download the Google Assistant app and say, hey, Google, talk to CBS and then ask your question. We will debate Jets running backs today. And first, let's hear from the guys as we look at Miami and the Jets. Who do you guys like, um, you know, Bilal Powell or Isaiah Crowell? I like Crowell better this week, but I don't love either one. I like Powell better this week because of his touches. I like Powell better this week as well, and I think he gets a couple more targets. All right, then. I think we have to find out uh, who it's going to be. So let's get the Google Assistant app out and say, hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. Hi, this is CBS Sports, and we are using our fantasy football computer projections and expert rankings to answer your start, sit, or add, drop questions. Ask a question like, should I add Austin Eckler, or should I drop Philip Rivers? You can also ask us to choose between two players. Should I start Bilal Powell or Isaiah Crowell? Isaiah Crowell is projected for more fantasy points than Bilal Powell. Isaiah Crowell is also projected for more fantasy points in PPR leagues. What else would you like to know? Anything, guys? I know everybody's excited about Bilal Powell as a pass catcher. He's had three targets or less in 11 straight games. And last week, do you know how many times Isaiah Crowell had a snap in the red zone? The answer is seven. How many times did Bilal Powell have a snap in the red zone? The answer is zero. So... Those are just two trends that I like. How many times did it take Crowell to get in on the first touchdown? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if it was even one time because I, I well, think it, it was be, one time. It would be one time. We had at least one. <laughs> I think one. I, I no, think, I think, I, I think it was one time. I don't think it was two. And listen, the, the long touchdown run, totally fluky. I buy that as, uh, you know, a fluke, but I do think that he's got more potential than Powell in the matchup against the Dolphins. Well, are we starting either guy? I don't want to start either guy. That's, that's the, that's the ultimate point to make here. Right. The Start ultimate warrior point. Deion Lewis over them? Yes. Oh, yeah. What about Derrick Henry? No. No. All right, no. but that was a pretty cool example of how the Google Assistant can help you. And uh, the Google Assistant has spoken. I love the app. It is it is really fun and really useful in a quick way to get projections and get advice. So it's great for fantasy owners. Make sure you download the Google Assistant app or use Google Assistant on Android all season long by asking, Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. Now, I did say uh, earlier, uh, you know, before I used the app, I said, Hey, Google, talk to CBS. Uh, when I started this segment, it's actually, Hey, Google, talk to CBS Sports. Um, and we're going to tackle the key question every week. So submit your questions to fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Or if you want your question read on CBS Sports HQ, answered on HQ, tweet at CBS Fantasy, at CBS Fantasy on Twitter. That's the Google Assistant. All right, your stat of the game. Tell me how much this matters. Robbie Anderson has caught a touchdown in three straight games against the Dolphins. I think that matters a little bit. Doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter much to me, but... Again, you should not be dropping Robbie Anderson because of one game. He His numbers without Josh McCown have not been good. So, obviously we're starting Kenny Stills after his awesome week one. Who are some guys that you would start Kenny Stills over? If Aaron Rodgers plays, would you start Kenny Stills over Devontae Adams? No. No. Okay, but you know it's not crazy, right? No, it's not too crazy. It feels a little crazy. <laughs> 
Would you start Kenny Stills or Nelson Aguilar? Uh, Stills and non-PPR, Aguilar and PPR. Aguilar and both. Wait, why are you so low on Stills? He's 30th. I'm not low on Stills. I had him like 26th, 25th. I, the one thing that I worry just a little bit about is he didn't actually get quite as many targets as I was hoping for in week one. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not low on him. I'm about where I had him for most of the season. I, I've moved a couple guys above him for this particular week. Such, oh, you have Lockett ahead of him? Um, alright. So would you start Kenny Stills over a Jets running back? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. What about Kenyon Drake? How do we feel about Kenyon Drake in this game? Good I feel, start, not great start. I feel like I'm starting him as a number two running back out of blind faith, which is never a good thing. I'm, yeah. I'm actually Heath sigh. <laughs> I, I feel like the Jets defense might be better than we give a credit for. Yeah, I was about to say certainly the same against thing. the pass, but also against the run. I was about to say the same thing. So, all right, so Kenny Stills is a start. Kenyon Drake is a start. Where's the pass rush coming from for the Jets? I don't know. Uh, Probably a defensive player. Is there anyone else in this game that you like? Like how, oh, Anunua, Anderson? Oh, you start, you're starting Quincy and Emily. Yes. You are, okay. So is he the number one receiver that the Dolphins are going to lock down, Jamie? No, because he plays inside. They're very good against perimeter receivers, although they've now gone six straight games going back to last year without allowing a touchdown to a receiver. So. Uh, I would not start Robbie Anderson this week because he will see the two outside corners, most likely Xavier Howard, who's becoming, as I said last week, very good, if not great. So I would avoid Robbie Anderson, and I would consider Quincy Nunwa a must-start guy in PPR and a borderline starter in non-PPR. The one thing I would say about Howard versus Anderson is that Howard tends to stay on one side of the field. And so the Jets could could move Robbie Anderson around away from Howard if they so chose. They didn't seem very interested in week one in finding ways to get Robbie Anderson the ball, though. That's the biggest part of it is, uh, you know, nearly 50% of the targets go to Quincy. But you, do you think that's going to be, that's going to be the case every no, week? No, but now they one have target another, a week? No, but now they have another perimeter receiver coming back that they like in Jermaine Curse, who's expected to play. And so that takes away from all of them, but it's not going to help Robbie Anderson. So, I mean, look, should he be five plus targets? Probably. Is that going to be successful in this matchup? It might, but with the way Darnold is throwing the ball preseason and week one, he's taken one shot, which by all accounts, if you've watched that play, he should have thrown it sooner than he not, I mean, did. anybody in any, any, any NFL quarterback not named Nathan Peterman could have made that throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, um, last thing here, if I'm in a two quarterback league, would you go with any, would you go with either Darnold or Tannehill this week? Darnold. Tannehill. I think I have Tannehill higher. I don't buy this Jets defense. I think they knew the plays that the Lions were running. Stafford had a miserable performance. This Dolphins offensive line is much better than what the Lions is, which I never thought I would say. And the Dolphins just seem smarter. But they might not have Josh Sitton, which is a big deal. That's a big deal. And I think Ryan Tannehill will take care of the ball better than Matthew Stafford did too, which could eliminate big explosive plays for Kenny Stills. But I I don't think he's going to – like Stafford just didn't care. Like he was playing like Jay Cutler. All right, I got to speed it up. I got to speed it up. We got Kansas City at Pittsburgh. You can avoid the DSTs. Uh, you look at the rankings page. Some some of our analysts have the Jets, Dolphins is like borderline starts. Um, Kansas City at Pittsburgh. Stat of the game. It was kind of hard to find a stat of the game, but the Steelers are very good against pass catching running backs. Last week, Duke Johnson had one catch for eight yards. Last year, only uh, two receiving touchdowns allowed to running backs, and. I, I don't know. It just makes it a harder matchup for Kareem Hunt. 
is Kareem Hunt an absolute – is he a good start or a great start this week? Good start. Yeah, you're not, like, getting away from Kareem Hunt, but probably there, – Like, there is a situation I could see where you got away from Kareem Hunt. That is what? Uh, you have James Conner, and you picked up TJ Yeldon, and Leonard Fournette doesn't play. Right. Okay. I'd go Adrian Peterson over Kareem Hunt. I would not go that far, but they're very close in my rankings. Okay. So we talked about Roethlisberger. Um, we'll get to the Steelers in a second, although they're they're pretty easy. But Patrick Mahomes, good start, great start. What do you think? I think he's good with a chance to be great, which is why you start him if you don't have anybody else that you feel the same way about. Um, potent offense, lots of speed. Clearly they're willing to chuck it deep. Steelers secondary could be without Joe Hayden. And um, – if, if he could avoid the pass rush last week against the Chargers minus Joey Bosa, he should be able to do it this week against the Steelers, even with TJ Watt doing what he did last week. The one, the one concern would be is like this feels set up for just the Steelers route. They're going on their second straight road game. Steelers coming off clearly what, what feels like a loss. Um, I think he's going to be under a lot more duress than he was last week. I mean, he was sacked once. The Steelers pass rush is much better than what the Chargers threw out there last week without Bosa. And, I think you're going to see some of the turnovers that we were expecting from Mahomes to sort of rear their head a little bit. But the upside, as Dave said, is is clearly there. I think this is a chasing point situation for the Chiefs. I think you're going to get the uh, – I don't want to say it's like the Phillip Rivers game last week because I don't think Mahomes is going for over 400 yards and, and three touchdowns. But I could see 252 and two. Um, but based on the upside, I'd start him over Brady. I just think it's a much better situation for him. I would start him over Brady as well. I think this – if – the nice thing about this is if it's a Steelers blowout, I still think this is probably a 2015 Bortles game. Yeah. Where he, right. he's chasing. The game's over, but fine he's, he's still scoring. I think he can get to 300 yards that way. I agree with the two interceptions. I also agree with the two touchdowns, and he could also run for one. Uh, all right, so starting Tyreek Hill, sitting Sammy Watkins, right? Yeah. I can't – I'm not ready to cut him, though. I would have I would have cut him for Quincy Anunwa. I think I didn't want to like – Yeah, I agree. Uh, Watkins oh. is just not – Give him another week. Okay, uh, Kelsey, we're starting, but is Kelsey a good DFS play? Steelers very, very good against tight ends last year, including Kelsey. Can I give you a stat of the week? Yeah. The Steelers and Chiefs have met five times in the last four years. Kelsey's never been better than eight fantasy points in any of those games. Two of them, I believe, he was at three fantasy points. This is not a great matchup for him. You're going to start him anyway because it's Travis Kelsey, and it's hard to find another tight end to use in place of him. But I would keep expectations low, and I would not use them in daily. Not a DFS play. All right. Roethlisberger we talked about. He's our start of the week. James Conner is absolutely a must-start. In fact, in non-PPR, he's Heath's number one running back. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so start James Conner. Um, and then Brown, yes. Juju Smith-Schuster, yes? Yes. Yes, of All course. Right. And sit the DSTs. And watch fantasy football today live noon Eastern on CBS Sports HQ. Download the CBS Sports app on your Roku, on your Amazon Fire, on whatever you use your uh, over-the-top device. Download the CBS Sports app and start watching HQ today. Also go to Sportsline.com for fantasy advice, for injury news, for gambling advice. Sportsline.com slash join. Use the code FANTASY for $1 for your first month. Chargers are at the Bills. Stat By the way, that'll be the best dollar that you spend yeah, all month. it's great stuff. Great it's, stuff. It's unbelievable for a dollar. Uh, all right, here's your stat of the game with the Chargers and the Bills. Over the last two seasons, the Bills have hosted four teams traveling from across, across the country. That includes Arizona and Denver, who are close to across the country. 
But Sean McCoy rushed for 110, 140, 21, and 151 yards in those three games. Um, this is typically a tough spot. West Coast teams coming to Buffalo. Uh, I won't go through all the scores. But the way you're ranking it, you're not expecting that at all, right? Uh, did he have uh, sorry. offensive line? Sorry. Um, I was moving away from the Sean McCoy and talking more generally about the game. Oh. Uh, you're not expecting the Chargers to struggle here, right? No. No, I don't think it's impossible. Like, it, it is very nerve Like, the trip from Los Angeles to Buffalo is a bad one. And it makes me a little nervous, but the Bills are just too bad. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the other way and say LaShawn McCoy is a good number two fantasy running back this week and the type of running back that you might want to take a chance on in a GPP. Because of that stat is a nice stat, but really it's more about Josh Allen being a better threat than Nathan Peterman and the Chargers are probably going to have to deal with that. And McCoy had a good game against them last year, better offensive line last year in LA last year. I, I I'm not getting away from LaShawn McCoy just because of this bad game that he had last week, which we all saw coming this week. I think he bounces back in a nice way. Josh, the first half under Josh Allen was terrible by the way. Um, and he is, I think he's going to be terrible. Like he's not ready. We knew that when they drafted him, he's kind of a project. He's not yes. ready to be starting right now. He was 6 of 15 for 74 yards. Yes, he's better than Peterman, but this is not a huge upgrade, unfortunately. I think most people are going to start McCoy. He was 89% started last week. Uh, would you start Alex Collins or LeSean McCoy? Collins, McCoy. easily. Collins and non-PPR. Would you start Corey Davis or LeSean McCoy? McCoy. McCoy. Davis. All right, you guys, um, that's the only bill that's even worth considering. You guys love Philip Rivers, you love Melvin Gordon, you love Keenan Allen. What about Austin Eckler? Let's start with him and then we'll talk about the Williams boys at, at wide receiver. Austin, Austin Eckler or LeSean McCoy? Eckler. McCoy. But I do like Austin Eckler for many reasons. A platitude of reasons. McCoy. All right. Austin Eckler. You're not going to ask Keith to defend that? <laughs> we're like so late now. Like We're going to have like an hour and ten yeah, minute podcast. He, he, you obviously think that LeSean McCoy has a game like he had last week. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be very good. Okay. So what do you guys expect from Eckler? 10 to 15 total touches and uh 60 to 80 total yards. He only played about a quarter of the snaps last week, but that was because the Chargers were playing from behind and Melvin Gordon was in. They like him better, I guess, in that role. He's their better running back in general. And that's why Melvin Gordon had over 100 yards receiving. But this is a game where they could play with the lead and Eckler – can certainly contribute. I think he's got a nice floor of 70 total yards. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you think his floor is 70 total yards, that's double LaShawn McCoy's floor. I, I'll i I'll almost agree with that. I, I think LaShawn's floor is a little his bit higher. His floor is that. better. Who's his LaShawn's better? floor is yes, better? LaShawn McCoy's floor is better. No, I don't know if I can say that. Then you can't start him then. If you don't think his floor is seven points? No. His, did you see last week? His floor yes. Is ter- his, he went I've been saying it all offseason. <laughs> but I think his ceiling in this game is closer to 10 or 11 points. I would take him ahead of Eckler. I mean, we could sit here and say what a guy's floor is. doesn't mean he can't do worse than that. You know, it is sports after all. Right. Um, his, floor, his floor in week one was two. Yeah. He barely, barely touched the ball. Like, they got to give him more touches. Uh, and I, th- and I, I expect they will. So, Eckler or Mike Williams or Tyrell Williams? Eckler. 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 But I, I like Mike Williams too. Mike is our favorite, our second favorite uh, Chargers wide receiver? 
our second favorite receiver in this game. Well, yeah. I still have Tyrell like a spot ahead of Mike. Can't let go. Man. Oh, oh Adam, he's better than him last week. Adam, you would have enjoyed this on, uh, on FFT. He is saying he's relinquishing his love for Team Geo, but he would not say that Joe Mixon's better than him. Oh, he well, was, he doesn't. He wouldn't say Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. He thinks that, uh, that Nick Foles and Carson Wentz are equally as good. Tyrell Williams was not better than him last week, was he? He had, he had eight yards and a touchdown. Mike Williams was better. Mike Williams had 81 yards. Love um, him in the red zone. Mike Williams or Chris Hogan? Hogan. Hogan. Uh, Hogan. Oh, okay. Interesting. And any interest in Antonio Gates? No. Yeah, if you're streaming tight ends, why not? Not at all. John yeah. Smith he's, or Antonio Gates? John Smith or Antonio Gates? John who? Uh, give I me would, the old man. I take a Hail Mary on John <laughs> Smith. <laughs> okay. Chargers DSD is top three. All right, guys. My challenge to you. Three games, nine minutes. Oakland at Denver. Start of the game. All Broncos sit, all Raiders. Marshawn Lynch. Time do we have left? Marshawn Lynch has nine straight games with seven or more fantasy points in non PPR, including one against Denver. Not That's his great. last. Not his last trip to Denver. Not 100 percent healthy. Short week in altitude. No way. He's a flex in non PPR, but no, he's not. Like Can it. he score for the second week in a row to save his fantasy bacon? That's the question you have to ask yourself when you put Lynch in your lineup. Eckler or Lynch? Eckler. 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 Even in non-PPR? Yes. Okay. Um, I do have Lynch behind LaShawn McCoy. Any interest in Jalen Richard? Well, he's got a great last name. (laughs) And I, I, I think he's worth holding on to in PPR leagues. Look, there's a chance Marshawn Lynch doesn't play. So I, then Jalen Richard becomes very interesting. Yeah, I want to see Richard's usage in the passing game, and if it's what it was last week, then yeah, we're going to be using the PPR. It could be very easily because I don't think they're going to play with the lead. Uh, Jared Cook, we forgot about him. Jared Cook, is he a start? If Jamie had any courage, he'd be the start of the week. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he's calling out your courage. Apparently, <laughs> you know, wow. I. I think Jared Cook is a legitimate part of this offense. I don't think this was a one-week thing for the Raiders. I I have ranked Jared Cook way too high. Yeah, like it's uncomfortable, and you you like you know what's going to happen, but I'm you still can't scared. help yourself. You guys have Jared Cook ahead of Evan Ingram, don't you? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Evan Ingram dropped three balls last week. I, oh, like I said on Sunday, that guy knows how to drop a pass. He's really good at that. But he's still Evan Ingram. Like you had him ranked, obviously much higher than Jared Cook preseason. Of course. So they weren't that far apart for me. Like it was like ninth and fourteenth. Yeah, they were way apart for me until Ingram got hurt. So um Cook so we're cool with that, Cook over Ingram. It's a great matchup. The Broncos were bad against tight ends last year. They gave up a hundred yards to Disley. Uh, They're facing the same defense. The Rams defense and the Broncos defense are the same thing. Right, it makes sense. So, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean this is I I'll I'll retract what I said. Don't sit all Raiders. Start Jared Cook. Woohoo! All right, Case Keenum <laughs> or Patrick Mahomes. 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 Case Keenum or Jimmy Garoppolo? Garoppolo. Jimmy. Garoppolo. Case Keenum or Cameron Newton? Keenum. That's kind of creepy what I Keenum. just did. Uh, I'm going to go Cam. Two Keenums and a Cam. All right, Keenum's an okay start this week. R- running backs for the, the Broncos. Thoughts? Love Royce Freeman this week. Really? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, Short week on the road. Yeah. Home I, team. Home favorite. I like him. Jamie's almost talked me into loving him. Uh, Freeman or Eckler? Freeman. 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 Lindsay or Eckler? Eckler. Eckler. Austin. Lindsay or Lynch? Uh, I'm going with Lindsay over Lynch in PPR. 
Lindsay. Lindsay and both. Royce yeah. Freeman or Kenyon Drake? Um, I believe I have Drake ranked higher. I have Drake higher in PPR, but I'm going to make that switch in non-PPR to Freeman. Freeman and non-Drake in PPR. And we're starting both Denver wide receivers. Yes. Yes. And the Broncos DST is fourth for everybody. Seattle at Chicago. Stat of the game. Chicago food sucks. Oh, that's not wow. <laughs> wow. I have had bad meals in Chicago. I have had one bad meal my entire life in New York. One time, and it was this crappy bodega that put a sign up that said, guaranteed best pizza in the city. And I had lived in the city for like two months and didn't know any better. And that was a huge mistake. Other than that, Chicago food's so much worse than New York. I've had food. some great meals in Chicago, and I think my favorite was at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning at a hot dog stand. Wiener Circle. They cuss at you the whole time. Oh Wiener yeah, that, I would love to go there. That'd be fun. Alright, we're gonna save the Giants Cowboys game for tomorrow. Um so we'll just do Chicago and Seattle and Russell Wilson, guys, without Doug Baldwin, start or sit. I'm going with him. Yeah. Start him. Start him, but I do feel a little nervous. Uh, Wilson or Mahomes? Wilson. I have Wilson a little bit higher than Mahomes. Yeah, I'll say Wilson. Uh, Alex Smith or Wilson? Alex Smith. Wilson. Smith. Can't wait to talk about Alex Smith tomorrow. Uh, the Seattle wide receivers. Who's your favorite? How much do you like them? Lockett this week. Uh, number three receiver. Lockett is the high upside guy. The weekly lottery ticket in your lineup. Brandon Marshall feels a lot safer. Wouldn't surprise me if he had more targets. Both of them are going to get tons of playing time, but because of that upside, I'm going with Lockett. Yeah, I've got them separated by a half a point, so I, I do like Lockett better this week. Uh, Seattle running backs. Would you start either one? No, but Not, Carson's better. Carson's better. I think this Bears run defense, it's already good. I think they're going to get even better once Roquan Smith gets his act together. Uh, this is this is a tough ask of the the Seahawks on the road second straight week primetime game yeah. for Chicago the Bears are going to be feisty after what happened to them last week this is this is a bad spot I'm kind of talking myself into moving Russell Wilson down a little I don't hate Carson I think he's an, a low end number two running back Carson or Carlos Hyde <laughs> Hyde Hyde Carson okay. well. Carson or Derrick Henry? Carson. Carson. I've got Henry two spots ahead of Carson. All right. Jordan Howard's a must-start, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. great. Last oh, week. yeah. And uh, Tariq Cohn sit? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to ask about Will Disley with the Seahawks. Any interest there? No. Right. He's 48% Only if I'm owned. totally desperate. Definitely interested in seeing what he does. 48% owned. Interesting. Look, they lost Baldwin. He had He's more than kid. Godwin? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, would Drop you start get Godwin. anyone in the Chicago I, passing I, game? I diss all of you for doing that. Would you start anyone in the Chicago, Chicago passing Chicago game? Receivers? Or quarterback? I'm not starting Trubisky. I'm okay with Robinson and Trey Burton. Yeah, start Robinson and Burton. Would you start Robinson or Lockett? Robinson. 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 Do you like Robinson this week? Like, don't love. I, I like him. I don't like like him. Jared Cook or Trey Burton? Trey Bomb. Oof. I, I hope it's Trey Burton. <laughs> um, Jared Cook. Which DST do you like better? Bears. Bears. All right, start the Bears. 
And you can start the Seahawks or no? Do you have them in the top 12? You can. No. They can get a couple of turnovers, maybe. They had three last week. They had three picks last week. That was nice. Right. Yeah. Um, Seattle DST is only 31% owned. That's just kind of a crazy thing this day and age, but it makes sense. Drop them and pick up Godwin. Too high. (laughs) Drop them and pick up Godwin. All right. We're out of here. Tomorrow. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on, Jamie. I'm not ready for you to do this yet. Tomorrow uh, uh, we will talk about wait, the NFC uh, home games. Sorry, got to go. Bye. All right. Bye, Jamie. Dave, uh, goodbye to you as well. Goodbye. No, uh, I thought you said we had to – aren't you previewing the next podcast? I, I'm ready for you now. All right. Come on. Na, 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 na. Yeah.